The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Previously on Fantastic Forum. Everybody got in a circle, started jerking off. A lot of my brain is filled with useless pop culture stuff. I can give you like the X-Men's family tree, you know, probably like going forward five generations in, you pick the character and we can just go, you know? Anything that's not pertaining to me, barely real, barely real. Was that movie any good? No. No. Yes. Oh. Ironic. That's the name right. of my first single. That was actually my original rap name back in the 90s, 97. Ironic Moronic. Oh, you being serious? Yeah, I was a f***er for like two weeks. I just want to hear one Moses, Moses Magnum rap. Like, I would love to hear that. One day out of nowhere, I'm just completing all these random quests after I beat the game, you know, and then... I just see a paw on the map, and I'm like, why is my dog all the way over there? And I went, and it was a ghost dog. So we beat the f*** out of those trolls, me and my ghost dog. I would say that was a better way to play it, because uh, you have a ghost dog. You know what? It gave me closure, and then I didn't have to go play the game anymore. I am not saying it is what it is anymore, because I, I disagree with that statement. I t I've been telling you that for 10 years. I know! And you were right the whole time, Mo. I just wanted on the record that I was right. Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live, Wednesday nights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, on allgames.com. Pretty cool, I got the keys ready to come in and comment on music. Tony. Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes, incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Man's a hero! Let's see what Spider Man number one looks like. I guarantee you, Boy Wonder. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. Thank you for joining us once again <clears throat> here at our home for our live broadcasting, allgames.com. We are the up until last week number one rated show on allgames.com. We got dropped down somehow. I blame it on Larry. That's why he's not here today. Bringing it back up to number one. Uh... Thank you for joining us once again. I also like to welcome our new listeners out in India. We've got a couple in the archive listeners. Believe it Oz, we have listeners in India now. India, the country? Yeah. 
Oh. Not the planet. No, I mean, there's there's cities named India. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not that worldly. Um, but yeah, now, now uh, we got... We could add India to the list. We got Sweden. Consistently, we have Sweden. I think we got like 11 people listening in Sweden now. Like four in Germany, two in Norway, 10 in Canada. Canada? Yeah. And uh, yeah, now we could add India to the list. Yeah, but now I can't say stuff about Canada. I mean, you can. It's only 10 of them. And honestly, what can we say about Canada that they can't say about us? But they wouldn't, cause they're nice. Yeah, but great. Now I now I gotta kiss Canada's ass. Look, you gotta kiss India's ass. They're new. Canada's been here for months. But yeah, we have a mediocre show for you today. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're gonna be talking about Marvel's newest blockbuster hit, Captain Marvel. I assume we all four of us saw it, but it's only Oz and me. On the line, so expect it to be a 45-minute show. I'm on a new whiskey, so I don't even know how I'm going to be this show. Look, well, you know, in our pre-production thread, Larry doesn't tell us he's not going to be on till what, two hours before showtime? Yeah, I, look, I was already three shots in. There's no going yeah. back at that point. Yeah, and me, I like, I did all my pre-production for the week. You know, I, I, I watched the, the piece of shit movie. I was going to buy a comic book to read, but I'm like, no, well, it's four of us talking about Captain Marvel. Like, we're going to do the whole show on it. Yeah, I, I planned that to be at least 45 minutes. Yeah. Crossing and then, you know, that segment. and news and four people sharing opinions, there's not going to be time for another segment. Uh, and I produced a segment that is going to debut today called uh, Moses Magnum's Heavy Metal Minute, which uh, you can call mm-hmm for short. Uh, look forward to that later on in the show, but... Yeah, so he tells us he's not going to be on. I'm like, all right, he's not going to be on. He's the one that loves this movie because it's Marvel. Me, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a spoiler for you. I hate it. Not that it's bad. It's just, look, I'll get, when we get to the review, I'll, I'll let you know. Either way, a one-sided review on my end, even if Oz has somewhere in between me and Larry, it's still not a fair and balanced review without Larry or Joe, but they're nowhere to be found. And then, Oz, you were the preview to this in our pre-production thread. <laughs> like, what is it? Like 15 minutes ago, he sends us a text not to spoil it. Oh, yeah. He's telling us what to do when he's not on. Right. And I, which I tell him, hey, fuck that. If I can save some people some money, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I like to spoil things. I don't. It's not that I like to spoil things. It's that I just want to speak about it fully and never touch touch on it again. You know? I've always had that uh, an issue with a lot of people that get mad if you say something that they consider a spoiler. Because right. a lot of people that I've gotten yelled at online from by saying something that I've at the time, look, I didn't even realize it was a spoiler. I thought it was just something everybody knew, but apparently not everybody reads comics. And uh, I, the same people yelling at me about saying whatever I said are the same people that six months before a movie comes out are posting set pictures and scripting that like leaks and all all right. this and speculation and they're saying like looking Rumors. for every piece of information about a movie that they can find and me actually saying something that 
even if I'm just saying, oh, this is this is what happened in the comic, and I didn't see that in the movie, which to me isn't really a spoiler because I'm telling you, it's different from from the comic. If you didn't know that already, well, then you haven't been paying attention. And they, I'm I'm getting yelled at, motherfuckers over there posting see, leaked sex pictures and and saying, oh, look, this character showed up, blah blah. Yeah, you know what? I kind of asked for those people. <laughs> Unless you're in India, in which case, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really how it goes. I, um, I actually didn't watch the movie in Captain Marvel, that is, over the weekend. I actually watched it last night after a long, hard day of work. And, you know, thankfully, I decided to check my mail and I had a press screener. Oh. So luckily, I, I didn't have to leave. But it, it, it got to the point where it's like, OK, we're going to go see it tonight after work. Then I got to deal with people in the theater, either commenting or, or talking shit or something. And then I'm also the type of person that once I get home, I don't want to leave. So if I get home, Emily's ready to go. She jumps in the car. We go. I'm good. I could stay out all night like that. Once I go in through that front door, I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then so we're still debating where we should go. And I kind of wasn't feeling it. And it's like... Online, they spoiled a thing for me that just aggravated me. And it's like, man, if I'm going to pay money to go see this shit, like, I would be really aggravated. So now knowing that, I was still debating whether I should go watch it just so that I can talk to Larry about it here. And then he's not here. Wait, so are we so, going into the movie review? Or? No, no, I'm just giving you the little preamble because, you know, we got to kill some time. But yeah, that was my experience before it. So, yeah. And then Larry tells me we can't spoil it five minutes before we go on air ruining all my last minute pre-production and he says look you can spoil you can not recommend it without spoiling it you can inform people without spoiling it you're smart and then i to which i replied no i'm fucking stupid i'm gonna spoil it anybody listening right now consider this your spoiler warning for captain marvel or aka captain marvel as for uh, joining into the conversation, you're going to want to call in today. If you want to call in, it's not the usual number. You're going to uh, you can try calling me. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll be able to add you or not. It's Moses Magnum on Skype. It's a picture of a dude with fangs, black and white. If another Moses Magnum comes up and it's not a dude with fangs, don't trust him. Moses Magnum on Skype, hit the green button. You'll be the third member of Fantastic Forum. And then you can join us in chat too, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash live, rather. You can add your witty comment like Tire Claw here saying, Fantastic Forum should be on any moment. By the way, Facebook is still down. Yep, I blame the Russians. Do we have uh, Russian listeners? No, they don't allow us in Russia. We're too... We Let us just let me just say that we exercise our, our freedom to free speech a little a little too much. Uh, you know. Wait, is is Ukraine part of Russia? It is now. I know. They, they, I know. There's a chunk a, of it that is. Yeah. But. No, I think. Uh, well, yeah. Then, and yeah, See, I, uh, I think. I wish Larry was here because he. That's all, that's slightly all political. Be, uh, like he he would know that. Yeah. Because uh, and then and getting political makes us kill another fifteen minutes. Because last, I think it was last either that last week or the week before. I, I talked to you guys about a piece of art that I purchased online yeah. and I didn't know where it was coming from. And when I, when I got the shipment, it came from Kiev in the Ukraine wow. <laughs> and it looks way better than the picture I showed you guys. Nice. So I'm having that framed right now and uh, I'll post that up at some point so people cool. can see. Uh, in chat again, Tiger Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? How about that Captain Marvel? Did huge at the box office, despite the so-called trolls that were boycotting. But I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. We have to address the elephant in the room. 
uh, Tiger Claw, what elephant would that be? <laughs> I don't know what elephant in the room in this context means because there there's nothing to discuss about that movie other than like it it made money women loved it yeah i don't i don't understand what he means by the elephant in the room either yeah as as far as people boycotting it i mean see that that's stupid in the sense that well not boycotting something you disagree with is that a lot of people go online and say they're gonna boycott shit and they don't they don't how how many times have we heard fucking nerds saying oh this fuck this movie coming out and then you know i'm not gonna watch it because because of this this and that whatever the reason usually well it used to be because it it's nothing like the the character is in the comic books and then the movie makes a billion dollars tiger claw says marvel and the scrolls um, I don't know why he would think that's an elephant in the room at all. Like, yeah. But that that would be a spo- Oh, well, you're doing spoilers, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, look, I guess we could jump into the review real quick. Okay. Well, let me. Been waiting to hit that button so long. <laughs> Why, Oz, why don't you give us a little preamble on what Captain Marvel is? So, Captain Marvel is, from everything I've read, Marvel's Wonder Woman? That's, that's, ta-da. She's closer to Superman, but a woman. Yeah, okay, I can see that. It's basically a soldier that gets alien DNA in her. Well, in the comics, you get some alien DNA in her through, I think it was an accident. You would know a lot better than I just know her and her boyfriend that was an alien were next to each other during some event, probably an explosion. She got some DNA in her and gained powers from it. Yeah. The same powers that he had, right? Right. They shared They shared the same powers. Now, was he, because he, he was he was an alien, right? He was a Kree? Right. He was a Kree. Were the powers he, inherent because he was a Kree or was he like a meta-human Kree? He was like a meta-human Kree. Like, they basically, the supreme intelligence, I believe, gave him power. Now, I could be wrong, which is, again, that's why we need Larry here, because he was the Captain Marvel fan. Yeah, and all the Not all even this like is... that, Mark, Captain Marvel, like the later on... The, the later on series, I, th- I believe Paul Jenkins wrote, but I could be wrong. But uh, basically what happened was, um, yeah, he has powers. And the thing is, since he went against the Kree during the Kree Squirrel War here on Earth, they actually imprisoned him in the negative zone. And he needed a human host to transfer molecules with. So he could only come out when you say the magic word. When a young kid says a magic word, he comes out and does all the heroics. And then he goes back to the negative zone. Okay, wait, that's a joke, right? Well, he doesn't say a magic word. What he does is he has these bracelets. I don't know, Oz, if you ever remember when we used to hang out a lot when I was younger. I used to always have these bracelets on, black ones. Yeah. And it was in really it was homage to that because they're mega bands. Basically, when he touches them together, they swap bodies. And Rick Jones, Steve Zahn from uh, the Incredible Hulk movie that Ang Lee did, he's Captain Marvel. And basically, they switch bodies, and then he does his heroics. Okay. Yeah. And so basically, the, she sw- she gained his powers without having to switch because she's not in prison in the negative zone. So she just has them all the time. You know, she absorbs energy and shit, too. Like, that, you know, she could deplete her energy. That's what separates her from, like, Superman. But I don't... They didn't touch on that in this movie at all. Yeah, and I I said it before. 
I do not know a lot about Captain Marvel. I I wasn't. I didn't realize. Well, I I, I remember her as Ms. Marvel. Yeah. And I didn't even know about her until I found out that's how Rogue got her super strength. Right. And I'm talking back. This is from the animated. And this is the Rogue from the animated series. Yep. So although I've known of the character for 20 something years now, I not really never really got into the character and don't know a lot of her history. So that that's what I went in to go watch this movie. And I got to say, normally that helps. There's been a lot of movies and TV shows that I've told you guys I've been able to enjoy more because I don't have that background. I, I don't know these characters. So to me, well, I guess that's what the character is until you guys educate me and let me know. No, this is what it's supposed to be. And then I find out that the original version is way better than the bull crap that they showed me. Yeah. Uh, didn't really work in this movie for me. I, I didn't really enjoy it. I, I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. I don't think it was a horrible by it, a, a, as a movie by itself it was fine i would even say good i'm not gonna say great it's not good enough that i'm gonna buy the dvd okay and there's that that doesn't happen very often with superhero movies yeah it it felt like it was just going by the numbers to me yeah i mean didn't do anything extra spectacular and maybe the the trailers my i don't know if i don't know if they affected me but there's there's a scene where she fully powers up and it, it, that's not a spoiler that's in that's in the trailers in fact it was a meme where she people were saying she went super saiyan mm-hmm. and she fully powers up and that's that's supposed to be the moment where she she's gonna like you you're, you're gonna realize oh this is a badass superhero super powerful this is what this person can do, and it's supposed to get you really excited because you know something's about to happen, and I just didn't feel it. Well, she doesn't do anything. We, even before that, just yeah. that moment of her powering up, I'm supposed to be getting excited. Whether it pays off or not is another question, but that moment alone is supposed to get me excited, and it just didn't. I don't know if it's because the whole movie was a little bit underwhelming to, I guess, what I expected, or maybe because I did see that moment so many times in the trailers. I mean, I saw that trailer a lot. It, they put it behind all kind of movies. It, it's all it was all over the internet. It's commercials. So I I saw that scene a lot. I, normally, that that doesn't really change how i feel when i actually watch it in the theaters so i i gotta believe it had more to do with the movie i had watched up to that point than anything else having been shown to me before mm-hmm. yeah i i felt similarly i you know i felt like it was a. I can imagine this is what aquaman was like in terms of movie beats and in structure so it, it just felt like part of numbers part of the reason i'm i i'm not even gonna say angry because i'm not that worked up about it i i had low expectations going in and i um i i almost planned on not seeing it uh not for a boycott or anything but it, it's just I, I just know like i like the character and i like certain stories with the character and that's what i i like and you know the the captain marvel stuff you know, I I have read I think two trade paperbacks. The one I read was really good, and it was like the halfway into I think there's like twelve trade paperbacks. And it's like number seven, number six or something. And that she does Captain Marvel shit. She basically Tony Stark tells her, "Hey, I need an Avenger uh, presence in space. You can go talk to Sword and talk to the Guardians and see, you know, what we could do. But we also need to take this being needs can't survive on Earth. It's a medical mission. You need to escort her back to her home planet." 
then in the home planet, they realize that that uh, Star Lord's dad has actually colonized that planet and and occupied it and is using the resources and poisoning the people. And so she leads a revolution. Well, she doesn't even lead a revolution. She teams up with citizens that who are leading a revolution, and she's just their weapon. Liberates a whole planet, kicks ass, talks shit. Amazing in space without having you know she she doesn't need to breathe in space. I don't know why she keeps putting that Star Lord thing over her in the movie. But yeah, she liberated a whole planet in four four issues of a comic. Now, granted, this is an origin story, so it's you know it is what it is. But she does a lot of cool shit that in this movie it, it, either they try to do it and it didn't come off as cool, or they just dropped the ball. As far as changing the comics, man, like fuck, man, like Marvel is a dude and they made her an old white woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just weird. Like it's just you know I I get it. It's not. Like, there's people boycotting it because they think Brie Larson says, hey, this movie's not for white fat men. And, you know, that's not really what she said. That's not really, you know, the context, whatever. That's that. This movie's not for you if you like Captain Marvel comics. Yeah, well, most people don't. Yeah. So it's, you know, I I see a lot of these, you know, Kelly Sue DeConnick, who is uh, credited with revamping Miss Marvel into Captain Marvel. she, She wrote the stories. The real revamp was because of the editor, uh, Ahmad Saif, or whatever his name is. Um, he basically, his daughter wanted to cosplay as Ms. Marvel, and he didn't feel comfortable putting her in a costume with a sash. You know, in a bikini with a sash. Yeah. So they're like, you know what? She needs a redesign. And uh, and they hired Kelly Sue to kind of do it. She didn't design the costume. Somebody else did. Not even the artist that writes on the costume designed the 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 costume. The costume was some a specific costume designer designed it. But yeah, all over Instagram, they're crediting crediting Kelly Sue DeConnick for it. And uh, don't get me wrong, I don't. I do believe she deserves some credit. She's just not the only one. You know. I guess I mean? technically, since they did change the name, does that make it a new character? Yeah, but it, I don't think it was her idea to do that. Like, everything happened in editorial, yeah. you know? Like, I don't think she went up to Marvel and pitched, oh, this is something new I could do with this character. Let me do it. I mean, I could be wrong, but all I know is that when they interviewed about the change, they didn't interview her. They interviewed the editor. And the editor said, I didn't like my daughter dressing up as Miss Marvel for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and... Tyreclaw in chat uh, says a comment that, to me, just really is, says how bad this movie is. I don't know why people aren't willing to admit it. Where he says, Goose is the real hero of Captain Marvel. And I've been hearing that a lot. I've been hearing a lot of people say that really? the, the cat steals the show. And I heard that before I watched it, and I've been hearing that after. And my my whole thing is, that cat is in that movie for three, maybe four minutes of total screen time. And then... Up to maybe, except for maybe 10, 15 seconds, that cat is just a cat just sitting there. So if you're telling me that the best part of the movie is a, is a three and a half minute cat video, then you're telling me that's not a very good movie. Because you can see that shit for free on YouTube. Why the hell am I spending money if the best part of a movie is going to be a cat just standing there looking at Samuel L. Jackson while he makes a stupid face at it? In fact, yeah. Sam Jackson was doing more acting towards the cat than the cat did to, towards anything else. It's not, it wasn't a trained cat. Cat was just sitting there. Every once in a while, it would rub on somebody's leg, which might have just been random stranger, not, not necessarily the... The actor or actress because it, it's just it a close-up of the leg. Yeah. yeah. 
And then one cool thing happens with it, which they telegraph because they've been telling you the whole movie. It's not really a cat. You know, that that's the best part of the movie. Really? That's what got you excited. Then you're telling me the movie sucked. If I can cut it down to four minutes and give you the best parts, then it's not a good movie. Yeah. And even like he, he mentions Tiger Claw again, if the MCU rebooting the X-Men soon, I bet we'll see the MCU version of Rogue absorb Captain Marvel's powers and get flight and super strength. Honestly, that's, that probably is not going to happen because they already set up uh, Miss Marvel and by virtue Captain Marvel has had an evolution of her power sets. You know, I've watched her on this journey change. And uh, when Rogue got her, she was at a certain place. That's why she only all she had was flight and super strength. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, when she was like a, a female Superman, right? Right. That, that was her thing. But then she has the, the, the photon blast of when she absorbs a lot of energy, you know? And, you know, they went straight to everything, binary, photon blast. Like, they did all that in this movie, you know? And, yeah, the fight, the final fight was super, like, anticlimactic. Like, it was essentially the Hulk hitting Loki, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but the whole hitting Loki was funny because there's not so much Loki could do, but in this here the Jude Law character, oh shit, I spoiled it. He's a villain. Oh well, I was trying not to for Larry's sake, but it, the fight is like basically he's like ready. He's like yeah, let's fight because they've been sparring throughout the movie. He keeps beating her, and now it's a full on fight. She's angry. She feels violated. She feels you know taken advantage of. He's got to come through because he's got a mission to do. And all she does is just shoots him. And that's it. Yeah, it's the Indiana Jones scene. Yeah. Except it was funny in Indiana Jones. And I guess it, I guess it was probably funny to people that haven't seen Indiana Jones. Yeah. Know, like little kids or something. Which out of that 455 million, it's probably 400 million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to knock that scene then because it probably did its job. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... I don't know, like, everybody's speculating that she's going to be, uh, what, the the shit that's going to take over Thanos. Like, she's going to be the savior of the MCU coming forward, Which moving forward. doesn't make sense to me. I mean, if, wait, is it a spoiler if I say where her power comes from? I mean, yeah, but, I mean, it's a, I'm not, look, I'm not going to give you a Taliban regime answer and say, don't spoil it. You know what I mean? That's up to you, Oz. If you want to say where it comes from, I back you. If you don't, I back you. But yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense if she is going to be the one to take him down. Let's just say the whatever gave her her powers, Thanos can crush. Right. Uh, I'll leave it at that. She's not more powerful than than Thanos. It's not more powerful than Thanos with at least one Infinity Stone. Let's just say she has the power, a derivative power of one sixth of Thanos' power. Right. And so Thanos with just one stone is already more powerful than her. I yeah. think Thanos with no stone is probably on par. I mean, he took yeah. down Hulk. Yeah. They. I mean, they could go toe to toe with no. With there, I think. Uh, Thanos is like I think seven across the board out of ten in in the stats, and I believe Captain Marvel is probably on something. She might be an eight, and another she might be about seven. I, I haven't looked it up yet, but I would think her durability might be higher, only because part of her powers is energy absorption. So it, she's gonna take a lot of damage from certain things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Although I don't think it's energy absorption in the movie. I think yeah, she's just true. like an energy source. Like it's just it, like she creates it, not absorbs it. Yeah. 
this movie also pissed me. Like, I don't want to say uh, that it did something unbelievable because it's a superhero movie. So it's kind of tough to say that. So let me try to explain this. If you're going to create a world for me with, and with its own set of rules, if you then go ahead and break those rules for no reason, then you're going to take me out of your world. You know, I'm there to, to go into your world and see what's happening there. There was a moment like that that happened, which, see, non-spoilerish. There's one. Are, are scrolls invulnerable? No. Are they at least like super strong or anything like that? They vary. I mean, they have their metahuman scroll too. Okay. It, but well, because there, there's a there's a moment where there's a fight with a scroll where a scroll g- gets its head smashed into a a, a pole, a steel pole. Uh-huh bends it and then the fight continues so this person's head gets gets put through a pole bends the fuck out of it and can still go on and fight and yeah. for for a good for a good long while there's another scroll who something happens to to it that kills that scroll but a human survives with man, minor scratches yeah and they're the, these scenes are not that far apart so it took me out quick it, yeah. it's, it's little things like that that bug me you know if you're gonna set up rules for for this world Either that that scroll should have got its head smashed in, or the other scroll should have survived, and that human should have had to do a little bit more fight, a little bit more work to get away from it. Then they also had a thing with S.H.I.E.L.D., where S.H.I.E.L.D. was infiltrated by scrolls all over the place. Ah, S.H.I.E.L.D. always gets infiltrated. Yeah, but, uh, so here's the thing, like... After that, the shit in Winter Soldier, like, happened so easily. Yeah, yeah. And then on, on top of that, it's also, like, Coulson saw firsthand what Korean Skrull can do. And then in that episode of season one, he doesn't know what the blue blood is. Yeah, well, see, in that, that that's a lot of continuity problems there. Because re- remember, um, Fury said they didn't know there was aliens until Thor showed up. Right. That That's what got them to to do the research with the Tesseract and the and the weapons was because they 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 feared they needed something to counteract guys like Thor. Right. You know, so but now now he's been fighting aliens since the 90s. You know what I think is going to happen? I think this Captain Marvel movie in Endgame is going to be revealed that this is the start of a new timeline. Nah. Nah. Because they got to fix. I mean, well, I don't know. I guess it's only people that read comics that think about retcons and, and, yeah. and inconsistencies and in, in continuity. Yeah, because these, these inconsistencies are within their own movies. Right. But people don't care. They don't. Yeah. That's why this movie made so much money. Bless you, baby. Captain Marvel 2 is going to make a ton of money. People don't care. Yeah. Well, she signed a seven-picture deal, I think. Yeah, but I think Endgame counts as another one. Although yeah. I, she's got to be in it for a good chunk, right? She's not well, just going to... Well, it's got to be... I think it's going to be... Let's see. Uh, I think she's going to... Three, go, three of hers and three crossover and maybe one other appearance. Yeah, I mean, Endgame, a cameo somewhere. Endgame, she's got to go toe-to-toe with Thanos. That has to happen. I don't... I mean... I can see it not happening. She, her and, and Hulk are the only two surviving members that, that can go toe-to-toe, like in a fist fight, you know, with the Queen's Bay rules and in the squared square circle with Thanos. Yeah. Even with no stones. Because I'm still assuming that the, the gauntlet's destroyed and the stones don't work anymore. Ah, and the new trailer it looked like they still work. I don't know. It, see, if the... If, uh, but if that if that's the case, then he could just resnap. Yeah, but he do, he doesn't feel like he needs to yet. You know, I think you know what's gonna happen. They're probably gonna go back in time into the Captain Marvel movie and get the Tesseract. Oh shit! I spoiled it. 
I didn't think about the non spoilering thing. Yeah, I, uh, there, there's uh there's another show that I complain about all the time because they make up bullshit stuff that theorize that after the Captain Marvel movie, the Captain Marvel movie was gonna set up uh the secret invasion. What yeah. was that called? And also speculated that that uh, Scott Lang in that Endgame trailer was probably a scroll. Yeah, to, I kind of to... saw that too. Except that they made the scrolls like good guys in this movie. Ah, damn it! You spoiled it again. That's not spoiler. Like it is. If you read comics, oh, people don't. All right. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. They. It was weird. There's a whole group of people that are boycotting this movie because they think it's military uh, propaganda too, which is fucking stupid. You should boycott it because fucking Marvel is a geriatric white woman. Uh, Avengers was way more, way more propaganda, patriotic propaganda. Than, like they actually got permission from the Air Force to to use those jets for the helicarrier. Yeah. You know, Captain America definitely America military yeah. propaganda in that. I hear boycotts for their, for those movies, and those those are way more than than Captain Marvel because, as we discussed earlier, Captain Marvel like just because she used to be in the military, you know, unless she's going back to it and talking about. I need I need to rejoin the Air Force because that's where I belong. Cause cause uh, God bless America. Or because she has a sense of duty, like she bailed and now she's got to go back. Right. If like, that if that doesn't happen, then she's it's AWOL not, twice in this movie. Yeah. If, if she doesn't go back, then it's not. It's the opposite. Cause yeah, you're you're right. She went AWOL. You know, she did. She she never. She didn't go back. She has a chance. She doesn't. Yeah. No. She totally. In fact, I the would first say, time. You know, the first time. Yeah, you could say that. You know, it, it was against her will. But second time, she's like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, and it's not like she was even a fighter pilot. She was a test pilot. She was Hal Jordan. Yeah. She she wasn't fighting. In fact, I don't believe in the nineties. I don't think. Well, I guess she would have been in the Air Force in the eighties, which I know for sure women weren't allowed to fight. Yeah. So she she was a test pilot, and then I think I really think that that whole background was just shown specifically to give her the the knowledge of how to fly aircraft because that's a skill that's required at some mm-hmm. point. Like, I don't I don't think that was I think that was more setting up uh, the story, setting up the character's background. Yeah. Uh, all in all, like my opinion on this movie is like they made their own female superhero with their own, her own origin that could fit into their movies moving forward i don't see why they didn't just create a new character and just do that because to me it doesn't feel like any captain marvel mm-hmm. like it's just yeah you know as as a whole the movie was like okay but it's just like to me if you're gonna make a comic book movie uh you're gonna tout a writer did such a good job recreating this character and you don't use any of her thing like of her influence like what's the fucking point you know like, there's a lot of Instagram appreciation posts. Oh, thank you, for Kelly Sue DeConnick, for doing this. Thank you, because of your hard work, we get this movie. And I'm like, if I wrote something and they butchered it and did their own thing with it, like, I don't think I would be okay with it. You know, like... You would Alan Moore it. Huh? You would Alan Moore it. Yeah, I think so. Like, it's, you know, I, yeah, I can't do that. I guess that's why I never really did anything creatively. Like, you know, I was in a band and wrote music and stuff. And But if I wasn't in control, like, I didn't want any part of it. Yeah, maybe I have a character flaw. That's the name of this episode. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I don't see, from the little I have read of Kelly Sue DeConnick's work in Captain Marvel and this movie, like, I don't see the correlation that much. Um, making the scrolls a sympathetic victim character, like, 
maybe that was kind of from the trade paperback I read, but she didn't do anything as cool as like what she did in that trade paperback. And in fact, they use the trade paperback's title. They use that as the tagline for this movie. It's like further, faster, more or something. And that was the name of that trade paperback. Yeah, it totally ruins the prospect of a secret evasion. Yeah, it's like, it's not so secret. And, well, it ruined it too, because at the very least, like, well, yeah, no, it ruins everything. It ruins Earth-X. It ruins the possibility of... It ruins the possibility of the Fantastic Four's Johnny Storm banging one of them. Actually, that might still... No, I don't think... Doesn't Johnny Storm bang anything? Yeah, but he actually thinks it's a human and it's a scroll. That could still happen, but... The difference is when he finds out it's a scroll, he'll, he'll, you know, love is love. Well, that's kind of what happened in it until she died. So what happened is she portrayed, uh, she basically thought she was, they thought she was human and she, they banged, she was pregnant. Then instead of giving birth, she laid an egg. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, I don't remember what happened to that baby, but there was a conversation they had because so the thing is, the chick was I believe she was Ben Grimm's girl that Johnny Storm took away and it turned out to be a scroll. Yeah, so there's a lot of drama in that issue. Yeah, that egg thing just reminds me of a Justice Unlimited, Justice League Unlimited episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Um, I think they're in the future, and they uh-huh. find out that Hawkgirl and, oh, and John yeah. Stewart had a kid. Yeah, and somebody was like, "Man, I hate to see, hate to see how you laid that egg." <laughs> yeah, because it's it like that. and he's yeah. all big. <laughs> so our ratings might be down this week because just like hectic chat didn't realize that the time has changed and we're on i guess an hour later than normal Uh so he probably thought well i guess i mean an hour later than our normally scheduled time is kind of on par yeah and apparently he's rich because he's paying 37 dollars for a dinner at golden corral yeah at a a halfway okay buffet is that i thought they don't change the time in arizona yeah they don't that's why we're an hour later Oh, ah. I think. Wait. Yeah. Now I'm confused. An hour earlier? I don't know. Yeah. Because it's an hour later for... Well, no, I guess it's the same time for us, but it's an hour later for everybody else. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. He says hour earlier, which I just found out some fucking bullshit that, you know, here in California, we voted to not change the time, but then it still has to pass through legislature on top of that. I'm sure it'll pass. Either way, it it wouldn't be implemented till next year. That's some bullshit. Even even if the even if the law passed like the week before, it doesn't yeah. start until January. I guess sometimes they go to June, but then that's after the time change anyway. Yeah. So yeah, they got time. Uh, Tiger Claw asked, "What do we think about the Supreme Intelligence?" Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like they did what they did. It's it's what it is. Like I mean, yeah. It's more importantly, Tiger Claw. What do you think about the Supreme Intelligence? You gotta say I didn't like how they changed it. <laughs> what is the supreme intelligence in the comics uh honestly i can't even tell you like this is why we need larry too because he's the marvel dude like he's he probably like he didn't read supreme intelligence in like some of the captain marvel comics or anything like that but he probably read it in like guardians because he's all over that marvel cosmic shit and like captain marvel wasn't cosmic shit till well miss marvel like she she did some cosmic shit but she wasn't like cosmic e like her books weren't cosmic shit, like let's say a Guardians, you know. But this new one is, or it's more uh, cosmicy. But yeah, I, that Larry, you could ask Larry about that because 
I'm not even going to attempt to look it up right now and, and pretend like I know it. I read a I read a story which I was going to do for news, but it's not really a news story. It's kind of more informative, and it's about Captain Marvel. And so we always uh-huh. we always talk about how the people watching the movies don't buy the comics, and so I was reading this article that talked about how DC does more to cross-promote its comic books with its movies. Like right now, they're sending promotional material and posters and stuff to comic book shops for the Shazam movie. Right. And they, they're saying that Marvel does not do that. In fact, they, they pointed out that before the movie came out, when the orders came out for the Captain Marvel comic that would that was going to come out for the movie, that it got 111,000 orders copied by retailers. It, number two as far as orders behind the Batman Who Laughs number two. But now that they've gone and asked the comic book shops how it's sold, it didn't even break top 10. In fact, they talked to to one comic book shop owner that said that he actually under-ordered this time because he's been burned by Captain Marvel before because apparently she gets yeah. canceled all the time. Yeah. And he was saying he he's doesn't sell double digits of Captain Marvel. Like other shit sells sells better than than captain marvel and he was blaming marvel for the same reason they don't do anything across promote like he's run into kids that that'll walk into the shop and not realize that guardians of the galaxy was a comic you know they'll, they'll see it on the wall and be shocked you know so so things like that he was saying that's that's the reason why when a rumor comes out like we talked last week where somebody says that Marvel wants to drop their comic book side. Right. It's so easily believed because they do shit like this where they don't promote. It makes people think, well, if they're not promoting it, then they're probably not planning on keeping it. Because why wouldn't they promote something that could make them more money? Yeah. On two ends. Like, for example, me. I cut hair. I comb people, too. I shave people. Guess what I sell aside from haircuts? Shaving products. Grooming products. And yeah, because it's like I'm gonna make I'm gonna double my money. I'm, I'll get my money on two sides instead of just one. You know, like it, it's you know it, it's business one on one. They, I I I think I don't think they're gonna shut down the comic side, but I think they're neglecting it for sure. Um, in yeah. terms of like how much money it can make them, they're just you know if anything they might use it as a uh, a talent scouting tool. <laughs> To see, okay, who could write our next cartoon? Who could write our next, you know, next movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because even, like, the directors they got for Captain Marvel were, like, they're just indie directors, you know? And they just happen to do make some movies that might be okay. I, I haven't seen them, but... Um, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, and uh, I don't... They did a movie called Half Nelson, Sugar, it's kind of a funny story, and Mississippi Grind. I've never heard of those movies. No, I can't think of what those are. But it... That and that's why people believe rumors like that. And to, to right till this day, even though it's been denied, I'm pretty sure there's people still out there saying, "Well, they're just saying that because they want you to buy the the last of their inventory until they actually do the cancellations because of shit like that." Yeah, like they knew Captain Marvel was gonna make a ton of money. I know, I, I can't even think of why you would not want it promoted in in kind book shops. You know who promoted it well was uh, was Amazon. What did they do? They basically made all the trade paperbacks free if if you have Prime. So I think like out of four trade paperbacks, I got three for two dollars because one of them was for sale on two dollars, but it was the one in between. <laughs> yeah. On Kindle and Comixology. Oh, so you had to get it to get the full story. If I wanted to, I the, like I said, I read the one trade paperback without any context. I thought it was the first one. It turned out it was like the, the fifth one. I didn't feel like I need to know more, but the actual story was good. So I looked to see what else was available. And 
almost all of them were available if you have Prime to read for free or uh, or to buy if you have Prime for like two ninety nine. I guess I should have done that Mo deal, huh? Yeah, but that's over now, right? No, it's still going on. I, I mean, I bought the rest of them yesterday, so I, I feel it's still going on. So is it a Mo deal? Let's say yes. Word. You added that to the song. No, I just I oh, you just had a button. Yeah. I'm going to be ready, man. For one, of the, one of these days when he's not on, I'm just going to be able to, like, we won't even say that he's not on. I'm just going to have buttons. <laughs> yeah. Right now you can get, uh, let's see, you can get higher, further, faster, more, the trade paperback for, for free on Kindle and Comixology. Or with Prime, read for free on Prime Reading. Uh, but if, yeah, it's three ninety nine if you want to buy it on Comixology or Kindle. Do you recommend mm-hmm. buying it? That one, yeah, that one's a really good story. It's the one that I explained earlier where she, like, liberated a planet through sheer violence and cunning. Okay. Like, I'm not going to buy it, but it's good to know that it's there. The volume 2, Stay Fly, on Amazon Prime is... Wait, Stay Fly? That's the name? Yeah, that's the name of, of that volume. It's two ninety nine. Is there a, a dot between the Stay and the Fly? Like a period? No. Okay. No, it's... It's, it's a Captain Marvel be, in the hood, right? Urban. The very first trade paperback you could read for free on a, you know what it is? I thought it was the first trade paperback because it said volume one on it, the one that I read, but it's all new Marvel now volume one. And then the the real number one, it's just called In Pursuit of Flight. That's just Marvel now number one. And that one's you could read for free on Prime. Uh, volume three, Arias, Volat, Polite or some shit. I don't know. I don't speak Yiddish. But that one is uh that one is two ninety nine. So yeah, they're still all two ninety nine on Kindle and Comixology. I'm sure you could get it through Heck Rocks. Well, it's free, so it's not like he'd get any money, right? No, nope. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't have a website. Heck, Heck should call in. But he didn't see Miss Marvel. I mean, Captain Marvel. Yeah, but how much more are we gonna talk about it? Yeah, I mean, all right. So how many uh how many glowing fists do you give it out of five? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Th- Three and a half. Yeah, I think I do about three, three and a half. It's it's a good generic hor- superhero origin story that they labeled Captain Marvel. Like if it was something else, I'd be like, man, this this, this is a cool movie. Yeah, you know? even with the little inconsistencies that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I those those are just things that bother me because I, yeah. I I hate stuff like that. But I I know they're not gonna bother bother ninety nine percent of the rest of the people watching it. Yeah, they they don't even notice. Yeah, which is sad to me, but. You know, that's that's my cross to bear. Yeah, that's uh, it's the we're cursed with the gift of knowledge. Yeah, too smart. I've I've been saying that for years. Yeah, and now there's Larry and Joe aren't here to challenge us. Yeah. All right, I think we're gonna move into the next segment, which is the debut of the heavy, the Moses Magnum Heavy Metal Minute, which will give me two minutes to take a piss and thirty seconds to grab a beer. <laughs> uh, damn. Last, oh, there. Okay. <laughs> After months of speculation and rumors, we now know that Slipknot is going on a huge North American tour this summer, with openers Behemoth, Volbeat, and Gojira. The Knotfest Roadshow, as they call it, will kick off July 26th at Shoreline Amphitheater in Mountain View, California. As someone who hid in the bathroom for four hours 
to see Behemoth once. I don't think I can handle a drive to San Bernardino for the Knotfest Roadshow. Steve Wilson of Porcupine Tree fame has slammed Grammy winners Greta Van Fleet, calling them, quote, a boy band version of Led Zeppelin, and their impersonation is a piss poor and third rate. He goes on to say during his interview with My Rock Podcast, I don't believe for a minute that anyone will remember who they are in 10, in 10 years. Maybe they'll prove me wrong and develop into a good band and make a good record, but the point is, at the moment, they're not. Okay, Steve Wolfson does come off as a bit of a bitter fuck, and from one bitter fuck to another, I hear you, Steve. All-around cool guy and Lamb of God frontman Randy Blythe made good on his promise to throw a kazoo party to drown out the Westboro Baptist Church's protest of Danica Rome's election to the Virginia State Legislature. The counter-protest party drew a good crowd, which outnumbered the religious protesters by at least four to one. Randy, Bly Randy Blythe said on his Instagram post, they have every right to, pr to protest, and we have every right to drown them out with kazoos. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for a kazoo version of Lamb of God's Redneck. And finally, Scar Symmetry has parted ways with bassist Andreas Homa. According to the Facebook post, Andreas would rather play with his other band and got kicked out of Scar Symmetry. As for a replacement, they have people in mind, but for current live shows and their upcoming tour, they will have to use a pre-recorded bass track recorded by Per Nielsen as for get, and, and also getting the proper visas for a new bassist is impossible at this point in the game. I'm Moses Magnum, and this has been your Heavy Metal Minute. That was it? That was your Heavy Metal Minute. <laughs> There's a lot of buttons on this damn thing I've never pressed. <laughs> but yeah. I guess we should talk a little bit about Doom Patrol 2, since we pay for that app, man. Last week's episode was pretty pretty cool, too. Yeah, I, I'm always surprised how good this show is. It. It's so good, we've been basically talking about it every week. I, I'm pretty sure we can do, like, a Doom Patrol show. Yeah. Yeah, I. It's it definitely has to be a uh, almost like a, a weekly segment because, you know, we're all watching it. It's great. And we have a... Yeah, it's, it's it basically it's a production cost. We're paying for it. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's doing something interesting every week. Like it's not getting it's not getting generic, right? Like this it, week we had a, a bootleg Constantine. Yeah, which, it was like a paranormal episode, right? And I I call him a bootleg Constantine not just because it's a, it's Constantine, but not Constantine, but because I think the original character in the comics was supposed to be Constantine, but DC wouldn't let him use it. So they created a character to take that role, right? Do you know the character at yeah. all? Yeah, I, well, I forgot what his name was. Like uh, Something Kipling. Kipling, yeah. Something Kipling. He was created, I believe, by Grant Morrison because at the time they couldn't use Constantine in the DC, in that continuity. Right. DC wouldn't let Constantine out of Vertigo is right. what I read. Yeah. So he basically created him as a bootleg Constantine. And the way they did it in this episode... I, in the comics, he's, you know, he just feels like Constantine and he's not Constantine. But here, because it's an adaptation, he's actually better than any Constantine iteration that you've seen <laughs> on any media, with the exception of probably the cartoon. But that's not even that great either. It's just the actual cartoon was good, you know? And here he's like, yeah, he's just doing like, 
what's the shit he did? He cast a spell with like was it the rosary beads dipped in like barbecue sauce or some shit? Sriracha. Sriracha. He, that's what it was. Because he, he did a spell, and in the spell, the incantation was like words to a song. Right. Because it, the, the, the joke was. The joke was when when the guy was like, "Wait, did you say this?" He's like, "Well, yeah, I, I, Hard Day's Night is more powerful spell, but I always forget the lyrics." Yeah, and he has to say them like backwards or something. Yeah, yeah. the The whole shit was interesting and and fun and quirky and and you know it's, it's what the few people that like Doom Patrol like it for. So I assume the show's doing a good job. Yeah, I'd really like to find out what the what the ratings is for yeah. for this show and. It's done. It's played by a character by by an actor that I really love watching on TV. He was on Supernatural for years as Crowley. It was yeah. one of my favorite characters. I love. Is he still on? No. No. Okay. No. I uh, haven't got there yet. But dude, they're like on season ten at this point. He gets killed off at the end of the last season. So he's been up. He's been on until this year. They're halfway done with with the current season, and he dies at the end of last season. So he's on it a lot okay you know the character i really loved there was his mom she was really cool oh the the crowley's mom yeah she's still on it uh she's not in every episode but like this season they're on episode i think like 14 or 15 she's done like four or five of them so she shows up every once in a while and she's cool yeah i I like her too but i i enjoyed her and Crowley together. They had yeah. some of the best scenes because they're mother and son, and but they and hate each other because he, yeah. he, and he's a demon and she's a, a witch, and like she, she let him get killed or something like that. Well, yeah, because she used him to get power, and she hated being married and having a kid. The whole thing was great. It's a crazy dynamic, and they double cross each other and form alliances and double cross each other. Yeah, but Doom, that's not what we're talking about. Doom Patrol <laughs> is definitely worth the the price of the, well like you said how the hell did you put it you you like financially justified the app last week i suddenly i forgot how you did that um i believe it was a uh how do you say like it's 75 bucks a year they gave us uh an extra three months so it's 15 months so it boils down to 20 bucks a piece for the Fantastic Forum, and even and so that it's dollar ten a month per person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you can't you get in a, a a good ass show, and then right now you got uh, like a week apart. You got Young Justice, and you got um Doom Patrol. So it's like it's two good shows that I don't have time to watch for. That's already like a good channel. It's like it might as well be HBO at this point because it's like, yeah, I, I watch one religiously because you know. My wife loves, I don't know if she loves it, but she enjoys Doom Patrol too. Like, she actually enjoys it on her own for what it is without knowing anything. And it's like, because it's a good show, period. No matter if it's based on anything or not. And uh, so something that I can like and she can like together that's more, that's along the lines of what appeals to me, I, I can't be mad at it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This guy was on Supernatural. First appearance, November 19th, 2019. Season 5, episode 10. Last appearance, May 18th, 2017. Season 12, episode 23. Yeah, he was almost on it for 10 seasons. Wow, it's a it's a long run, but it's a good one. I almost wish he was Constantine because I don't know, like it's just the way he did that magical guy. You know, it's not that much of a stretch from what he does as Crowley, but it, it it's still he still did a different job than what he does with Crowley. 
and it was really good in this episode. The whole thing with the other dimension too, like the giant clown beings <laughs> and the the fucking the cloaked like minions, like and the nuns, like it was very like Lovecraftian, but also very like creepy, like silent hilly, you know? Yeah. And it had giant clowns as the deities or of that realm. Like and one it of, reminded me. Not, not it only does it have giant clowns as the deities, but one of them's dead. Yeah, it's still decapitated already. Yeah, and she still has them there. Um yeah, it reminded me a lot of the well, the aspect because you know, it is a TV show with a budget, so it looks a little weird at first, but it works for what the show is, you know. Because the whole show like either looks really good in a small set or a little bit cornier on a bigger set. And then when it gets into like this paradimensional, it's like it's another dimension. Like it can look stupid. Like not all dimensions are going to look great. You know what I mean? It doesn't look that that low budget to me. Like there there was a, a few seconds where I could tell the dude robot, the dude um, playing robot man. Yeah. What was his name? I could tell it was him in the costume because I could see like when he was talking the where his second chin would be started moving. Yeah, but it's weird because he kind of emotes through that robot thing too. Yeah, it, but that yeah, that's that's it. Like I noticed that for a few seconds. That that's just me. I noticed shit like that. Yeah, but other than that, like I don't see it as as it's that low budget because it's done so well. Yeah, and yeah. It, and fucking, I'm falling in love with fucking Robot Man. Yeah, like when, he's a good character. Yeah, you're just gonna, like you're gonna grab his robot junk when he when Crazy Jane does something crazy. Well, one of her personality does it, and then shit happens, and then he's starting to yell at Crazy Jane. But now it's another personality. He's like, "Who the fuck are you? Where the fuck <laughs> is this person? He did this. I need to yell at this person right now." <laughs> I don't know why. It just. Ugh. Yeah, it's great. The whole thing is great. All the characters are great in it. Even even Cyborg. Like I realize like Larry hates the tracksuit, but you if you watch Umbrella Academy and look at Space Boys Space Boys uh coat that hides his gorilla body and basically the tracksuit is something that he could wear so he can just show a little bit of chest that he's Cyborg. And not have to do a full body prosthetic. You know what I mean? So yeah, if but... you look at the tracksuit and you look at Space Boy's outfit, like the tracksuit looks way better than that big ass jacket. Like they should have just had him not be self conscious about his fur in Umbrella Academy. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't get past episode one. I can't tell about Umbrella Academy. Yeah. On the line, we have the third member of Fantastic Forum for tonight. Caller, tell us who you are. Where are you from, and why was Golden Corral so expensive? My name is Hecht. I'm from a place where our time doesn't move. We're in a constant state of things happening, much like our Lord and Savior, Dr. Manhattan. And uh, Golden Corral, I don't know, man. I don't know. That shit was crazy. Spent yeah. too much. <laughs> I, I've never been to Golden Corral, but I've seen commercials for it. And for two people, I thought you'd be spending 20 bucks. That's like lunchtime is the best time to go because... You pay half of what you do for dinner. Like, I haven't had Golden Corral dinner time since maybe 2002. And goddamn. But now now that you're working, hecked, you got you got that money. You'll make it rain. No, it's just uh, I got some money that was owed to me from my manager. That's even better. So, so I splurged. And I, I didn't think it was going to be that much. I thought maybe 34. But still, goddamn, 37-some. Yeah, plus tip, right? No, I, it's, it's a, it's a fucking buffet. 
Oh, how dare and you. The, the, people still come to your table and pick shit up, right? No, nah, she, she was being slow about it. She only came uh, one time. Oh, see, times. Rich hacked. Rich hacked has yeah. got some attitude. Look, I'm sure we're going to find Heck trying to bribe Harvard to get his kids in. <laughs> you know it. Uh, hey, in, look. He's going to be in jail with Lori Loughlin. If Uncle Becky can do it. <laughs> Uncle Becky? I'm Uncle Becky, Becky from Full House. I just, look, I, I haven't seen Fuller House. I don't know. Maybe maybe some stuff's happened in the, over the years. <laughs> well, the Jesse other, ain't cutting it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. What was his band's name? The the Jesse the Rippers? And the Rippers, yeah, yeah. Jesse and the Rippers ain't making the money like they used to in the eighties. They actually talk about that in the Fuller House. Do they? I stopped like in the middle of season two. Oh no, man! You gotta keep watching. Eventually, I will. Emily and Eventually. I did it in like three sittings because we're I mean, behind and we caught the up. first season. I got through pretty good. Yeah, that's how we were too. The second season, like, went halfway through, and I didn't want her to watch it without me. So I'm like, all right, let's just watch it all. And we did. I don't know. I just fell off. Like it, the second season didn't feel like the first one. Yeah. It, it kind of bored me. And I was yeah. like, I'll get to it eventually. They get a little cornier and cornier as it goes. But the next season's the last one. So might as well watch it. Oh, they're stopping it? Yeah. Or I, think or they, I guess they have to now. Well, nah. She's not that big a character in the new in the new iteration. But yeah, they're going to address her in her trip to Europe or something. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way they did with Michelle. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. a big time fashion design yeah did so you, heck man did you see captain marvel shit no i'm boycotting it that ain't my marvel <laughs> you should watch it so you can really say that no nah, I'll, I'll see it eventually it, it's not it's on par with wasp and the ant-man with for me and see, see, but that was actually a good movie yeah did you see the yeah, first and I still haven't gotten around to that either have you seen the first ant-man no oh yeah watch that first first ant-man's good it'll, it'll really make you want to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. Are you going to go see Shazam? I want to. Um, see, like, Not opening the... night, but or not opening weekend, but maybe the next week. Fandango actually sent me a, a thing where I can go watch it before everybody else. Yeah? Yeah, and I told them no thank you and sent the middle finger emoji back. Damn. You, you could have had a, like a head, head up on everybody. Have that review. Yeah, but I mean, I, I already could tell you my review. I, I mean, I know shit. I know your review, yeah. but the, the, then it would be justified. Nah, it, like that shit needs no justification. Fake muscles speak for themselves. See, <laughs> I, yeah. I can't wait to go watch it because as I mentioned to you guys earlier, I'm going to enjoy these goddamn strawberries. Yeah, well, even though I'm allergic to strawberries now, apparently. Well, look, you had your own what? issue with strawberries last uh, this week, right? Yeah, I, I sent the guys a, a picture of the, the elite, the elite from Supergirl. I don't know if anybody listening or in chat is watching Supergirl so. or know what the elite is. Let me, uh, let me. Well, they should because they were there was a Superman versus the elite movie, right? Which was the... which was corny but great. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be because the elite is like the elite is essentially the new fifty two fighting regular pre fifty two Superman, pre new fifty two Superman, and uh, it, you know it makes a case for. Superman being who he is, and you know, Superman is corny. Superman is is compassionate. He's he's full of hope, and it's the darker heroes that Superman doesn't like tolerate their methods. You know, yeah. And uh, now that they brought them over in into Supergirl, and I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I don't know what they could do because 
Supergirl itself is a little like she's not as corny as Superman, is she? No, I mean she can get a little cheesy, but no, no, it's not even. And I, I saw, I sort of saw this coming before because I Manchester Black was introduced last last season. Manchester Black. Yes. Is that the black dude in that picture? That's the black dude in the in the picture and I'm going to post a picture of Isn't isn't he supposed to be white though? Yeah. I mean, th- you know what? I didn't have as big a problem with that. Was he Manchester black when he was white? Yeah. That's weird. See, that that's where my problem is. Cuz he wore all black. Right, but then uh, it just sounds weird that it's like, "Oh, Manchester black. Oh, we're going to get a black guy and just call him black." Like Right. Look, that's some that's some Joe shit. I I was waiting. (laughs) I was waiting for Lawrence to like. That's why I mentioned it because I figured, well, he'd have an opinion about that. That and that's you know that was our. And where is your hero now? Yeah. Once again, the the show has suffered because Larry's not here. God damn it! Word. (laughs) (laughs) My God, is he here? Hit that fuck you, Larry. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Larry. I just like that he says it to himself. So. In last season, they they introduced the character, and right off the bat, well, he 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 came in as a pacifist. You know, he he he's not violent, and he had a, a alien girlfriend. And who doesn't? It, it was kind of a it was, it was it was an interesting aspect. I didn't mind it because this you know they're just introducing the character at that point. They, I didn't mind that he was a pacifist because he gets into a fight to help Martian Manhunter and Supergirl. But the way he fights actually look visually is kind of cool. I don't think it would actually work in real life, but it looks great on screen where like he'll he'll be dodging punches and kicks with his hands behind his back and then use the the person's own momentum against them. So like a little Aikido type of thing where he's not really hitting you. He's making you defeat yourself. Yeah. And right. And so that was interesting. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I could see Manchester Black doing that. All right. That's cool. I knew that his girlfriend was going to get killed at some point because it's Manchester Black. He's the he's the guy we know, not random girlfriend. So you get to that point. It happens. Girlfriend gets killed. Now he's on a mission of revenge. So I'm like, okay, now he's going to unleash his his psychic powers and start killing fools. And Superman, Supergirl is going to have to take him on but he's psychic so it's going to be it's going to make it an interesting battle you know Marshall Manhunter is going to have to like like hold him down mentally while Supergirl tries to fight him physically it's going to be cool turns out he has no powers all he has the fuck? He, he has a, a pair of brass knuckles with a with a British flag on it and a gun so he basically becomes British Punisher to the point that <laughs> if you see that picture I posted he he ends up putting on body armor that with the British flag on it as as his costume. And by the way, in that in that live action picture, his hair is purple, like like it's supposed to be in the comics. But they couldn't take the time to bleach the dude's hair to really show you that it's purple. So unless the light hits it just right, you can't tell it's purple. Like his hair wasn't long enough to put like some extension, purple extensions or something. It like the whole thing do, doesn't make sense. So at this point, I'm not mentioning it because I think, okay, well, they fucked this character up, but they're just going to defeat him, lock him up. And that does end up happening. And then now this season, the last few episodes, his buddy's his buddy hat shows up, which is also in that picture, which actually is a lot closer to the comic version because he does have that a hat that it's like the that person Scott Pilgrim where like it you can throw infinite amount of shit in it and it's yeah. magical he can teleport 
he's the closest thing to the actual character is supposed to be so manchester black has recreated the elite and he's got hat and that chick next to him is menagerie which is supposed to look like a fucking i guess like a demon pretty yeah. much but she just has a snake pop out of her and I just I just had to show that to the guys because you have the elite, which was an interesting, like Mo said, it's it's the new fifty two fighting the the old school heroes, yeah. and you also, just water it down. That was before new fifty two, so it was more. It was like you know, like the authority from Wildstorm, like these these heroes that are really super powered and they kill. Yeah, it, and you water it down to where you strip. Manchester Black completely of all his powers. Like he's he's got guns. That's it. It's just uh. and then to add insult to the injury, and I, I this is when I when I told the guys I caught up on on Supergirl and and I tried to enjoy the strawberries, but fucking turned out to be allergic to them or some shit. They they I felt it, it was a personal insult to me because not only does Manchester Black end up getting a Legion of Superheroes ring, they steal they steal a Brainiac's ring, but he also gets a Force Field belt, which is Booster Gold's belt. So That's now I feel like now I feel like they're personally like jabbing me with the fucking who wrote, knife. Who wrote that episode? Was it Dan Jurgens? <laughs> <laughs> like he knew in I was still watching it, so he wrote yeah. that specifically. There's a note that says "fuck you, Oz." <laughs> might as well, because that that hurt too. I I saw the bell. I was like, "What the fuck is he doing with with that bell?" Which for some reason was randomly in the Fortress of Solitude. By the way, it's not, it's not like he 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 found it in the Fortress yeah. of Solitude. Which okay, Brainiac is the one that's supposed to leave it for Booster Gold, but whatever. It puts it on, and you see a shield come up, and, and I just fuck. I wanted to throw something at my TV so bad. I had to pause it and walk away and, and pour myself another drink. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to my world. I'm still watching it though. Yeah. I hope they cancel it soon so I don't have to watch it anymore. Well, look, you keep watching it. That's a rating. Yeah. Yeah, they got me. Yeah. Like, you can't watch it and hope it gets canceled. That's why I stopped with The Flash. Like, I didn't like what they were doing. And I'm not watching it. Yeah, I still like which, The Flash. Which would suck because it's like now they have Eric Wallace writing it and it's like I like him and then he's going to get fired because I don't watch it. I don't think he's <laughs> writing it, though. I think he's just going to direct it. Oh, all right. Yeah, I don't think he, he was writing it. He's always credited as a producer. But, you know, once Eric Wallace gets involved, that shit don't last very much longer. <laughs> I, I hate to say it. Look, I like the guy. I bought. Yeah, I bought. I bought every issue of Mr. Terrific he did for New 52. Yeah, but. That's just what happens. His shit gets canceled. Yeah. You know, with Arrow going, Eric Wallace Scott. I mean, he'll have a good two years. I'll give him that much. Yeah. But that that show, that show's getting on his last legs too. Like they they're starting to run out of shit. Yeah. So the the end of Arrow, they're gonna do like a Dark Knight Returns story, but just with Arrow, right? They no. steal everything else from Batman. No, no. In fact, well, the last season's only gonna be ten episodes. But what's gonna happen is he's gonna, and I'm making this prediction based on I've actually I'm actually watching all these shows. Uh, there's gonna they're gonna have Final Crisis. It's gonna be the halfway point of the season because it's gonna be you know episode ten. I guess yeah, it'll probably be episode ten. And he's gonna end up sacrificing himself so that the team wins. I can see that happening because in the in the last crossover, he he gets in a room with with the the monitor. And they basically make a deal, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. But it's one of those, there has to be a balance. 
type of deals. And you get yeah. the impression that like that's when people started saying, well, Arrow's about to be canceled because whatever they talked about there seemed like something's going to happen where it, we're pretty sure Oliver Queen's not going to exist after Crisis. So he'll he'll go out like a hero. And in fact, the, the current season when they flash to the future, I mean, the, there's no Oliver there. You know, Just a skeleton. Look, even that. Wait, would which one when they flash to the future? In 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 this season, because they ran out oh, of shit okay. to flash back. Like I said, last season they were flashing back to season one. Yeah. Now they're flashing forward, and it's his kid William and their daughter, his daughter with with uh, Felicity Smoke, who's uh-huh. who, who's Dark Star. They're wait what? <laughs> they're on a on a hunt. They're hunting down Felicity. They think she might still be alive, so they're they're tracking her down, following clues. And they've reunited with like Red Arrow and Black Canary. Nobody has even mentioned Oliver as far as he might still be alive. Like everybody knows he he's not there. Felicity left the show, didn't she? No, she's still on. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's it's gonna end. He's gonna go out like a hero, like sacrificing himself in crisis. That's my prediction for that. Yeah, Flash, I can see that happening. Flash is still good, but they're they're really running out of, out of ideas at this yeah. point. Legends of Tomorrow, I don't even know what that like. That show hasn't been on in so long, and then comes back in April, but it feels like it's been out for a year. And that really? show is gonna run out of ideas quick too. So that I'm gonna give Legends of Tomorrow maybe another season well even like the second season was like dependent on what the flash did right yeah but so, then then this season they weren't even in the crossover and right they even had a joke about it yeah and then they huh. got it they're they're working on the batwoman uh show i think they wanted to do something else black lightning's not even related to any of the shows yeah supergirl is really going in a weird direction like maybe they'll just do shit for the dc universe app <laughs> i hope so what i really hope is that the dc universe app has a has a no berlanti sign at the door <laughs> no nah, dc universe pre- was pretty much made by berlanti everything is his not not the titans and the Doom yeah Patrol. titans is Doom Patrol? Yeah, that's true. Don't yeah, tell me Titans Doom and Doom Patrol are both made by him. Then whatever cocaine he was on when he did those, we need to give him more of that then. No, what it is is he's not writing those. He's just, like, producing them. Oh, see, I'm cool with that. Yeah, because it's pretty much... It, it, everything is pretty much the Berlantiverse. Yeah. He just, you know, he got good... He did good with Arrow and uh, Legends of Tomorrow at first because he had Mark Guggenheim writing those. You know, Mark Guggenheim's a good comic book writer, did good shit, wrote Civil War stuff, did some Spider-Man stuff, you know, like he's a seasoned superhero writer. So that's why those, especially early on, were really good. But then they, you know, I don't know what they did with Mark Guggenheim. I don't know what he's up to now. Is Black Lightning a Berlanti show? Um, I think it is, but it's just not connected. Yeah, I know it's not Arrowverse, but yeah, it doesn't feel like a Berlanti show. It might like all the other Arrowverse shows, like they they feel similar. In fact, they're pretty damn close to to the same thing. Actually, I mean, they're all a superhero with like a, a tech nerd and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not Berlanti. But yeah. oh yeah, it says executive producer Greg Berlanti. So he's probably not writing it also. No. I guess he does have a computer guy too. Yeah. But that guy like goes on the field too and does shit. Shoots people. Like, he don't give a fuck. And he's a tailor. That guy's cool. <laughs> I, I like I like Black Lightning. It's 
it's been good. It has a couple of stupid moments, but every show does. I mean, you got to do 22, 24 episodes. You're going to gonna fuck up every now and then. But for the most part, it's a good show. It's definitely better than Supergirl. Or most things are better than Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, I just have to get the elite shit off my chest. No, nah, you have to, man. You can't You can't live with that. Yeah, but all that is to say, can't wait for it Shazam. It says here Greg Berlanti is, uh, is working as director and screenwriter and producer on the untitled Booster Gold film. Nah, shut the fuck up. That's what it <laughs> says. Shut the fuck up. You don't have to you don't have to tease me like that. That's what it says right here. No. He said he's Now it's going to be canceled next week. He's co-writing it with <laughs> Zach Stentz, who is known for writing Agent Cody Banks. Oh yeah. And X-Men for Top class. tier. Top tier. He wrote Andromeda, Twilight Zone, Terminator, The Sarah Connor Chronicles, Fringe, Thor. Oh, Fringe is good. The Flash TV series. Oh, you're talking about Berlanti. No, no. This is that dude. Oh. Zach Stentz. Okay, so he's got some good stuff under him. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick. He's writing that. And then it says Booster Gold to be announced. Oh, did you know, uh, what was that, what was that comic book show that people don't realize was a comic book show where the dude, like, can take people's identity? Oh, Human Target. Yeah, did you know Human Target is in the Arrowverse? Is it? It is because there was, uh, there's a, like, two or three episodes where, where Oliver Queen calls him up and uses him. Like, the dude shows up and does his whole taking people's identity shit. But how does he do it, though? Like, with masks and stuff? Okay, because in the actual TV show, he didn't do it. Oh, well, yeah, they, they... But is it the same guy? Yeah, it's the same actor. Man. Yeah, that was that was the thing. Now, I didn't watch a lot of Human Target, so I didn't know if he... Yeah, I, I actually assumed. enjoyed Human Target. In the comic, it was better. Well, the Vertigo comic was better. Because in the Vertigo comic, he would actually get surgery to look like them every time. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and uh, he basically, he's like a bodyguard, but he becomes a double for whoever. And then, uh, and then he ends up fucking people up in different body types. <laughs> Yeah, and this so one... So it's kind of like Hitman from the video game, kind of. Yeah, except it's that... Like Hitman know. with Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's tight. I gotta... I, I'm gonna wait till Arrow's over and then catch up. Yeah, there's only like one or two episodes where he does that. And in fact, in fact yeah, the guy... Yeah, I, st- I still want to see it. The, the guy even tells Oliver, like, all right, we're, we're even now, so don't fucking call me again or some shit like that. <laughs> So, yeah, I thought that was that was and that dude, that happened like a couple seasons ago. I want to say it's whenever Oliver Queen was on trial for murder. <laughs> Oliver Queen murderer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that that was they they did that. And then Oliver Queen fugitive. Yeah, and then yeah, Oliver they, Queen they rip off everything from Batman. And yep. now now he's he's a deputized deputized member of the police force. Yeah, and but they weren't able to play by the rules, the vigilantes, because the cops yeah. don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, because he had his outsiders too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now they're they're technically like a secret black ops team for the police. Oliver, Ford. Al- almost a Suicide Squad. Yeah, and you know what? They did a second version of the Suicide Squad on that show. Which is still better than the movie. <laughs> Who was in it? Uh, the dragon. Okay. Uh, Diaz. That guy. Yeah. Uh, Cupid. Then Deathstroke's son. Okay. Uh, did Deathstroke have a son in the comics? I know he had Rose. He had a daughter. Yeah. yeah. I think he had a son too, though. Isn't his son Jericho? Yeah. I think that's, that's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. His son. And uh, this is the fourth one. I forget her name, though. No Harley Quinn, huh? No. 
no. But it, it they, they did like one mission and everything got fucked up. But it was just cool because I was like, oh, they're they're doing Suicide Squad. Oh, they kept they kept calling it the the Ghost Initiative or some shit like that. <laughs> like, for well, some reason, cool. they can't say Suicide Squad anymore. Yeah, you can't do it on TV. Even though that like, that first Suicide Squad they did was was great, I love that episode. Yeah, it was better than the movie. And then the second one you said is better than the movie. Yeah, it's not as good as the first TV show version because it's it's really yeah. quick and like these guys are all assholes and shit goes sideways. But yeah, I, th- I still think it was better than than the movie version. That movie was twenty one versions of fucked up. That Academy Award winning movie, only for uh something inconsequential. I think it was like makeup. Or was it like I think it was makeup? Uh, yeah, makeup. Ooh, good job of making people look worse than what they should be. Because they had a supermodel half naked and wrote shit on her body, and that's not even Harley Quinn. I'm talking about homegirl that played Enchantress. Yeah. <laughs> Enchantress was a bad choice. At least not a bad choice, but the execution. Yeah, where she's like yeah. hula dancing, and that's how she's yeah. casting the spell. Yeah. I mean, everything, like, it's an alternate universe of just crap. That's how I see it. All right, well, let's get into this news. <laughs> Comic book news. We should have a, like, uh, like, current, uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but, like, uh, Millennium Films has its red sonia film on hold for now uh it appears the studio has finally <clears throat> dropped controversial director brian singer from the project shocking yeah says uh the- brett ratner who was accused of inappropriate conduct last year <sighs> yeah i don't know what was brett ratner accused of he uh, i don't some of them grabbing some butts yeah it says here um he, he advised a young british actress to Bother A.V. Lerner, the 71-year-old founder and CEO of Millennium Films, in order to get roles. To bother? Yeah. Unquote, yeah. bother? Yeah, that's what that's how they put it. And it says, uh, yeah. So he, he, Brian Singer, they had that controversy Millennium Films did. And then now they, they, they're getting rid of Brian Singer. So there's probably going to be some news about Brian Singer in the next coming days. Something's going to come out. Well, all the pedophile rings were getting raided. Yeah, but he so. was never like arrested or anything like that. So no, I'm just saying they they don't have anybody to give to him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Especially with uh, what that Finding Neverland documentary. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah. haven't even seen it, but I've heard enough about it. Yeah, nah, it's. I mean, did you learn anything new? This this is like I feel like I, I've heard all that before. I learned that Michael Jackson's dick looked like Rorschach. <laughs> No, but that's that's old too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear that. Was in the that was in the in the court thing. The the, that's what the kid. It was a whole. It was a whole big deal in the news because they 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 wanted to actually look at it. And Michael Jackson talked about how it was humiliating that they that they made him show. They made him show them his his dick. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I pay attention to to the news. I I get too angry. The um, the best I can the best I can tell you without seeing it it's not new information per se it's confirming a lot of things that weren't confirmed before. Again, I actually pay attention to the news. I don't know uh, anything. Do you guys know there's a Harley Quinn? I'm gonna say TV show could be a movie, what? but there's an animated Harley Quinn coming out with Kaylee Cuoco as Harley Quinn. Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't hear about that. So she posted on her Instagram, and I can't grab just the images. I've got too much 
stuff going on because there's no Larry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to put the post and there's three pictures in it. And the, the story, when I read it, the big deal about it was that she revealed the Joker and the Joker in it looks like Jay Leno with green hair. Uh. <laughs> in the story they talk about how oh it's a little bit more of a classic joker blah blah and then if you scroll i don't know if you can on the link that i, I posted but that first image of her with the joker has her in the classic harley costume and then the next couple of pictures she's now got that that blue pink hair style thing going on that they do in the suicide squad movie but the, mm-hmm. but the top she's wearing looks like one of the tops that she had in the comic book when she started doing the, the roller derby. So it's kind of a, a combination of all these different versions of Harley Quinn all smashed up together. It appears that... She, oh, wait, come on. Oh, okay. I see what you're talking about. Huh, okay. Interesting. And it's going to be on the DC Universe app, huh? I'm going to say yes, because why would yeah, it be? She, she tagged it on DC Universe. Yeah. I also part of the story, the the guy voicing the Joker is our your favorite and mine, Ellen Tudix. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be fun. Who's doing an awesome job as a narrator in Doom Patrol. I I was sad that I didn't hear him in the last episode. That art style for Joker isn't bad, but that chin is way too big. Right. That look, that's the first thing I thought is that's Jay Leno with green yeah. hair. I mean, I guess they're doing a throwback to Super Friends or something. No, to Big Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> yeah. Remember that, that guy? Like, that's yeah. what he looks like. That dude had a huge chin. He, he looked like a mixture of the genie from Aladdin and Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would have got Jay Leno to voice him. So you could be like, eh, we got to do it with a smile. Eh, come on, Batman. Yeah. Nah, Look at my I, cars. Yeah, yeah Batman. We, we could fight, but yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't need my Joker like that. Thank you. I see you like cars. I like cars too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's going to be in the highlight reel for next week. No. The, the three-way Jay Leno impression. <laughs> No, in fact, I'm cutting off the whole fi- last five minutes. Nobody's yeah, even going to hear the news story. <laughs> uh, Shang-Chi has found its director. Do you know what Shang-Chi is on? Sounds familiar, but I'm going to say no. He's uh, he's Marvel's Bruce Lee. Okay. He's kind of like Iron Fist, but he's more martial arts. No, He's Iron Fist with no powers. Yeah, but I think it might his Kung Fu might as well be a power because he's like that good, you know? And he's Asian? Yeah, he's Asian. Marvel Studios has hired Destin Daniel Creighton to direct Shang-Chi, its first superhero movie with an Asian protagonist. Creighton is currently directing Just Mercy, starring Brie Larson and Michael B. Jordan. Dave Callahan is writing the script that will ultimately modernize the Shang-Chi story and character arc. There's that word again, modernize. That's That's how they explain changing the shit you like, the shit that makes them make a movie in the first place. Uh, the original Marvel Comics Chang-Chi features Chang, a, a half-Chinese, half-American superhero created by writer Steve Englehart and artist Jim Starlin. In the comics, Chang-Chi is a master of numerous unarmed and weaponry-based wushu styles, including the use of the gun, nunchucks, and Jian. Chang-Chi first, appeared... <laughs> Chang-Chi first appeared in special Marvel edition number 15, 1973. He fought Iron Fist a bunch of times, right? Like, he has yeah. to. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're both heroes. So, yeah, they, they, they kind of fought with no real winner and then teamed up. Yeah, because I think he was, they were all in Heroes for Hire together at one point. Because they're, they're both supposed to be, like, the greatest martial artists. So, I would assume, yeah. just like you have the Superman Flash race, yeah. you would have those they, two yeah, go at it. Yeah, that. but they, they didn't go at it like that, though. 
not that I remember, but again, Larry's not here. Yeah, He's no. the Marvel guy. No, I, Thanks, Larry. I, I know the name, but I'm looking at images of it, and I no, I, I don't think I've read a Shang Chi book, or I guess they call it what Master of Camp Kung Fu is the yeah, name of the book. Yeah, the, the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Yeah, but he he's definitely a Bruce Lee looking dude. Yeah, but he he's a good character. I he actually taught uh, when Madam Web told Spider Man, "Hey, you're gonna face a challenge that your spider stuff isn't gonna be the only thing you can rely on." Like she put Shang Chi to teach him kung fu, and that was the Spider Verse stuff. Like basically, he needs to up his game, and that's that's why he's always able to beat the inheritors over any other. Spider person because he has the the Wing Chun Wushu training. Yeah, Wushu. Yeah. That. Do they have Do they have somebody cast for Shang Chi? Um, I think it's gonna be Mel Gibson. Ah, oh, fuck that. Come on. No, I, I I don't know who's it gonna be, but it's gonna be an Asian guy. I don't know who. Five bucks says they go for Donnie Yen. Well, he's got to be half white. He doesn't have to be the character. I think so. I think Donnie Yen could uh pass for it yeah let's see here because that dude the dude that was luke kang in the first mortal Kombat, he's yeah. too old now right <laughs> yeah he looks more like shang tsung now ah god damn it let's see here the only one they have is the the director i don't see yeah they don't have a cast they don't have a yeah they have writers yeah jim starling um tire clown chat says how about brian t and i ask who the fuck is brian t the end. Oh, that's Shang Tsung. Oh, that, yeah, I don't know if that's like Shang Tsung. It's just the first picture popped up. He's got that <laughs> Shang Tsung beard. Brian T. T. T E E. Ain't that dude on Hawaii Five O? Uh, no, but he does a lot of shit in Chicago. Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med. <laughs> oh, and he's the same character. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, that dude. He's been keeping busy. I mean, I guess. I guess he was shredder. He was shredder in Out of the Shadows. He was yeah. in the Wolverine. Yeah, I still don't know who that is. Um, the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles official trailer drop. Did any of you get to watch it? I watched. Yeah, it. I saw that shit. Yeah, no, I, I didn't read. I didn't read the I, books. Is it the same story basically? Nah. It, it, well, I don't know. The story was a little darker, and uh, in the comics. I I don't think the show the show definitely looks like it's not that dark. No, the show's for kids. Yeah, so or the the, the, the movies, the art style, the turtles are from the 2003, and I thought when the original story that you guys had said, it said it was going to be the Batman, oh. and Robin and Batgirl have the same art style, but Batman doesn't. Yeah, Batman looks like Hank Hill. <laughs> in, in, uh, in the Batman suit. Wait, did not, that Robin? That was Damien, right? No, in the Batman. No, it was it was Dick. No, no, no. In the uh, in the Batman Turtles trailer, I didn't even notice. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't know what that is. It, it looked like Damien to me. That that was the assumption I made. Yeah. Well, it, it looked like that, like like how Damien is done in the comics. Maybe that was my confusion. I mean, he doesn't call him by his real name. He just calls him Robin. So yeah. Okay. Hey, so I have to see it again to tell you. So Mo's probably gonna get excited because one of the things he said is right or correct, and I didn't think it would happen. Which is uh, Titan. You can get the the first season of Titans. Like, just buy it on its own. On iTunes? It says digital. I'm going to assume, yeah. 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 $24.99 for the the whole first season coming out March 21st. I honestly didn't think they would do that. I would figure, well, if you got the app, you should be able to watch it whenever the fuck you want. 
with Mo, they, Mo. they did that with all the the Marvel shows on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, they did that too. Yeah, I get. Well, I figured they had to do that because they knew at some point Disney would take that shit back. Yeah, and not only that, but they still because Netflix still fronted some production thing. It's more revenue, you know. Because I know there's people that would want to watch it and they don't have Netflix. They could, uh, you know, maybe Redbox or even buy it. And get all the different like what you call it the the languages and shit. Although Netflix is pretty good about languages with their own stuff, but yeah, yeah, who knows? Greedy motherfuckers. Yeah. Sucker Sucker Punch has a Snyder cut. Yeah. Which I I I don't even believe that anymore. I think he's just going around saying, "Oh yeah, there's a Snyder cut for every movie I've ever made." Yeah. But Snyder cut of what? Of Sucker Punch. Oh. Now, is that actually coming out, or did he just say it? No, he just said it. Yeah. Because the the story was about how oh, there's somewhere out there is a Snyder cut, and I was like, oh, here we go again. Oh wait, he's talking about Sucker Punch now. Yeah, I mean, I would watch a Snyder cut of Sucker Punch. I don't know what he would change though. Was Snyder the original director? Yeah. And but I, I guess it from. From watching 20 minutes of, of Sucker Punch and then falling asleep, I can't imagine <laughs> that the studio actually told him to cut it down or something or take stuff out. Because yeah, I, I, I loved it visually. The story just dragged. Like, I don't know. It didn't it didn't suck me in like that. It, it never looked like an exciting story to me. It looked I, I, cool. I've watched it since without actually listening to it. Just put it in on pause while I'm doing stuff. Like, on mute while I'm doing stuff. Yeah. Because the shit looks amazing. But I've never actually sit down and watched it like that. It's like a music video, you know? Yeah. I don't know how Mo's going to feel about this book I'm going to post. Let's see, see. I'm going to post the image in chat first. Am I going to get angry? I don't know. Nice. Nice repost. Oh, you mean the, oh, damn the it. Harley Quinn? No. God damn <laughs> Stupid copy button. It ruined it. It made it all suspenseful and everything. <laughs> Shut up, head. And now you're even hyping it up more. So now it's like if I'm really angry, I'm going to be even angrier. What the fuck? That is uh, Swamp Things going back to middle school in the oh, secret, the secret spiral of Swamp Kid. So it's a so book. It, it's a book about because Swamp about, Thing started as a kid, right? It's a, that's why I wasn't like. It seems like an interesting idea, but it, it's Swamp Thing as a kid, which isn't a thing. So I I don't know if that would piss me off or if you. Well, is it actual DC stuff? Yeah. yeah, they actually call him Swamp Thing. Oh, they don't call him Swamp. Hard. They call him Swamp Kid in the title, but there's a a, a poster, and the whole thing is done like like the dude wrote it in his notebook, like that. Yeah, like the diary of a bullied kid or whatever. Yeah, wimpy kid, wimpy so kid. I'm gonna yeah. post a a page from it, and they it, actually call him Swamp Thing. He's gonna end up in like a superhero girls or some shit. Yeah, I mean that's how he looks anyway. I doubt anybody's gonna read this. Right. So it'll be forgotten. Let's see. And see, I I don't know. Like, yeah, in theory, like it would make me mad, but they're not gonna like. This isn't gonna be the movie, you know, that they're gonna choose to give us. Okay. You see you that? I mean? That's where it was a coin toss. Because yeah, like you said, that yeah, that should make you mad because doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I, but I mean, it's a specific. It's like uh, like. Was it like Gotham Academy? That comic, yeah. like that comic's not for me. And they're gonna change stuff, but ultimately, as talented as the people are that work on it, 
as they are, that book's going to be forgotten. Like, it's not going to fuck up the continuity because it's just not going to sell as much because they're narrowing the market, you know? And in comics, you can't really narrow the market. Like, that is where your book is going to fail. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be in continuity. Yeah, nah. Even if they try to make it, it's not going to work. It'll be like, you know, in 20 years when Dan Slott gets a DC exclusive deal, like, he'll bring it up and it's going to be great because he had 20 years to realize how underutilized it was you know yeah okay yeah. Well, but good it. try <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping it would piss me off so i could just hear ah, i just play the rap of music <laughs> you remember oh. a few months ago we talked about a book coming out for dc second coming yeah and it got canceled because people started yeah. protesting it yeah for people that don't know second coming was supposed to be a book where Jesus returns to Earth and becomes the roommate to a Superman-like character, a superhero. And Dollar that, Store Superman. Yeah, he's called uh, like so, like Sunstar or something yeah. like that. I, I forget the exact name. And, Nuclear Man. And, and the thing <laughs> is, and the thing is, you know, the the superhero is one of those punch first, ask questions later guys. And here comes Jesus, who's like, dude, there's a there's another way to do it. There there's this way, and so there's supposed to be conflict. And it was the writer kind of commenting on how people claim to believe in the teachings of Jesus, but they don't really do it and yeah. how they justify it and all that. Big backlash from people who called it, protested it, called it blasphemous, even though the writer's like, there's only like three or four people that have read it and they're all working on it still. So these people don't know what the hell they're talking about. DC ended up canceling it. Well, now Ahoy has picked it up. And, I thought uh, nice. they, they chose to leave DC because DC kept giving them changes. It's a little bit of both. The The official story is that DC canceled them. When they talked to the creator, the, the creator mentioned that DC had suggested certain changes, which at first were not too big of a deal. Like... There's a there's an image of Adam and Eve and DC's like, well, you need to put a fig leaf on those motherfuckers. But he sensed that there was more notes to come. Like that was yeah. going to be the beginning. And he thought they were going to they're going to change it too much. But it never got to that point before it was dropped from from the protesting. But Ahoy has picked it up and it's like, dude, you guys do what you do. And let's see what this book does. And we've talked about Ahoy a few times because they've got some interesting things going on at Ahoy. It's a new company. came out this year, I believe, or I guess technically last year because it was a few months ago. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of their stuff has been good. We've all been reading it. It's a, it's a, it's a company whose book I just found randomly walking around in a comic book shop. And I haven't read a single book from them that's not been interesting, at least. You know, they, yep. I, I'm not going to say everything they do is great, but everything they do is quirky enough that it'll keep your interest. So I'm glad they picked it up because when I read the story, it seems like a book that I would read. You know, I don't, I don't get the people that protested when they haven't read it yet. Yeah. If, if something in it, if they did something that really was like offensive and blasphemous, okay, I understand people processing it, but nobody that's not working on it has read this book, so I don't know what the hell they're, they're protesting something they don't even the know. idea. Yeah, and, and you know, and that's it's that's what, people because it's Jesus. Well, that, that's the thing when you when you when you teach people from the moment they're born to accept things on faith without evidence you're going to get those protests like they it's perfectly sane to protest something without actually reading it because they're still living in the dark ages they've been programmed their entire life to accept things on faith not evidence 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's I, I wish I could do that. And, and that's your your point of view. I mean, I come I come at it from an angle where I'm actually Catholic. So I yeah. do have a lot of a lot of blind faith, but I still don't see the point in you're not supposed to judge something because of what you think it's going to do. You're supposed to judge something on what it actually does. Yeah. And like, I don't remember these protests when Battle Pope was out. I, maybe they were and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't <laughs> I, I don't remember people protesting Battle Pope. Yeah, no. Which wait, was wait, a, wait, wait, wait. It was What's a, Battle Pope. Uh, Google it. <laughs> All right. It's you're gonna love it. It's the shit. It, it's it's probably one of the best. Like it's based on John Paul II. Yeah. So oh, it, and he looks like Savage Dragon. <laughs> he's a he's a buff pope and. He does and battle actually, with evil. It's created by Robert Kirkman of The Walking Dead. It's actually the exact creative team from The Walking Dead before The Walking Dead. <laughs> Man, they should have made this into a TV show. They yeah. tried to, but I think people did protest. And and that oh, that book had a Jesus a in it too. That was like a stoner. Yeah, that, he it's, was like a like a loser stoner Jesus. He's a hippie. Yeah, yeah. And he he would have a shirt that said WWID. Yeah, what would I do? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Now, since we're talking about sacrilegious stuff and, and people hate it without evidence, you know what's really good is Black Jesus on Adult Swim. I've seen a couple episodes of that. Yeah, it's... if you actually watch it, it's better religion than going to church because he's actually fighting with the people that supposedly believe in him but don't live by it. Yeah. Which uh, is the same message the guy said he's trying to do with Second Coming. Yeah. Do people protest Jesus Christ Superstar, that musical? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, besides the that Baptist church. No. I think I, uh, I, a lot of people did. There was a there was same another thing like that movie, The Last Temptation of Christ or whatever. Yeah. There was everybody uh, was against that one. They, it really pissed me off as I read the story because then I found out there was another book that was protested and canceled, which sound like sounded awesome. It's called, uh, it was an image book called Jesus Freak. Yeah. That had, uh, quote, a kung fu demon slayer Jesus. That sounds amazing. That sounds badass. I'd love to see that. And Again, it got canceled? Yeah. Well, yeah, it got a lot of protests. Like a lot, yeah. like hundreds of thousands of letters and calls and all that crap. Those books, what's oddly enough, the, the strange part about these books is that more people protested than the actual people that would buy it in general. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not that many people buy those off the beaten path books. And then so many people like the protest itself actually does better PR for it than actually going out and doing an interview. Yeah. You know I what think, I mean? I think I mentioned to you guys going to a comic book shop asking for where where they have Ahoy Comics. And the owner coming up to me like, I don't know what you're talking about. I spent half an hour telling a comic book shop owner about Ahoy Comics. And I'm just, yeah. uh, well, I guess internationally known podcaster. Yeah. Like that dude should have been telling me about what's coming up in Ahoy. And it's, right. it's in his preview books. Like he pulled one out and yeah. sure enough, there it was. And oh, hey, look, there's that book you, you just asked me for. Yeah. It must be, man, it must suck going to one of those Midwest comic book shops, huh? Do they know Ahoy? Where where you go? They probably do, but I haven't gone and asked. I, I guess I'll probably do that. I, you know, everything has gotten so easily uh, digital now that I, I don't buy physical books at all anymore. You go to the Even shop? for just the show, it's so easy to just buy something on Amazon or Comixology. Or even now, like, I forgot, who was it? Um, there was some company where I bought it, and they just gave me this PDF 
that I can transfer to any, like, it even has guided view and shit in it, like, and it, it just, yeah, here, have it on your hard drive, and if you lose it on your hard drive, just come to our website, log in, and you have it here, too, yeah? Yeah, see, look, look at Mo, all eco-friendly. I mean, I, I don't want to leave my house, so. Yeah, it's not eco-friendly, it's lazy. Yeah, the difference is in LA. I like going to the comic book shop because there's yeah. there's, there's people there, and you can have yeah. conversation about weird, random shit, and have like you could spend a day. To us, a comic book shop is what to to the African American community is a barber shop. I yeah. guess is the best example I I can put, and I don't get that here. I've been to three different shops, and it. it I don't get that vibe. They're usually and they're empty. all empty. Yeah, no, they are. They're empty. They're tiny. Uh, like the the biggest shop that I went into, half of it was empty, like shut down. So the actual comic book shop space is tiny. And well, that was my comic book shop for a good year until I got in a little little fight with the owner's wife. <laughs> Uh, but the other two, like it's it's the first time I've ever been to a comic book shop where they don't know what I'm talking about when I ask for something. So it, it, it's a it's a different experience. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't I don't get it. It's like it's like the the people there like don't want to sell you anything. It's a lot more like that like the Simpsons comic book guy. Yeah, where you get the impression like. You're bothering them, and they don't really want to sell you anything. But he'll make money off of you if you're looking at the stuff that's really expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's one that has, like, all kinds of stuff, like, graded and shit. Looking at it, like, that's Aquaman number one. It's, like, three bucks. Because <laughs> it's New 52 Aquaman number one. It's not signed. Why the fuck is yeah. it graded? It's, it's not graded. Even, it's, like, It's not even graded bucks. a 10. It's, like, a 9.6. Yeah. It's it's not mint. What the fuck? Why why are you charging twenty bucks for that? I didn't actually say that out loud, but I walked away, so they got my <laughs> message. I, I would have. <laughs> well, it's like one of the shops I would I would go to. I actually only went there twice. They had Defenders number one blank cover for ten bucks, and the cover price was three ninety nine. And they're like, oh, the blank covers cost more. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you should have been like, there's nothing there. <laughs> it should be less. <laughs> it should be a discount. Yeah, I wouldn't disrespect white covers like that. There's everything there in theory. <laughs> everything yeah. and nothing. Yeah. Do you get any DC white covers? I do when I can find them, yeah. Are they still doing the special page white cover? And what I mean is I have I have a couple of these books where I bought the white cover and a Marvel white cover, it's the regular comic page. It's uh-huh. just it's just white. But these books, when I got them, it had a white cover, but it was a different paper. It wasn't slick. Yeah. Comic paper. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't slick or whatever they do to make it. Uh, yeah, you, it's like yeah. cardstock. Yeah, it, cardstock. Yeah, it was the white page. And actually, if you once you open that white page, the regular cover was right behind it. Yeah. So it was like an extra cover. Yeah. That, that's easier to draw on because it's not slick. Yeah. Do they do that regularly or did I just get lucky? Because I have like two books like that. Um, some of them did it and some of them didn't. I prefer those over it, but from speaking to artists, they're hit or miss, like depending on where they are. Like, for example, sometimes like I had two issues of the Mighty Thor, both white covers. One of them they could draw on and the other they couldn't. And one was slicker than the other. There was no consistency in it. And the only thing I can attribute it to it is that this one was the bottom of a big box and the other was the top or the middle and it just got pressed down more you know yeah 
so th- like a lot of artists have complaints over like you know i i literally i gave one i forgot which it, it was a, a i think it was a thor one of the thor ones again yeah i can't draw on this and i ended up giving him a fantastic four one and he drew the thing on it and that was like okay i can do this one but i can't do that one but it's like there's inconsistency in the paper so who knows but i do like them having the original cover behind it because then i could just take off the white one and frame it but i would still never do that if you can mention it i know i know you're uh richmond now you've you make a couple bucks not bragging just you know what is the average price for a white cover? Because I've seen some prices on that group that you invited me to on Facebook. Yeah. And some of them seem a little high for the quality, but then the better of the quality... actual art? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That in that in that that group they they, they do tend to for the, the, the art style and quality, they tend to over inflate it a little. And uh, part of it is because a lot of people haggle. So I, I definitely like haggling motherfuckers. Yeah, if I'm gonna, I can get a good, nice pinup. In fact, you know what? Talk amongst yourselves. Give me two. Eh, give me thirty seconds. So yeah, white covers sounds racist. Yeah. Or how come they never make black covers? Well, because then you can't draw on them. And if you, you can do, draw, it's another thing. What? Like a like white out? That's gonna be even more racist. <laughs> Like you draw like, a couple see, eyeballs. You just like draw in the negative space. There is, if it's all black, there's no negative space. What the are you talking well, once about? Once you put the white on it. Do you draw at all? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is your yeah. art anywhere I can see it? Post the link in chat. <laughs> I got some stuff on Facebook. I'm still trying to get Mo to, to rap. <laughs> Wait, I follow you on Facebook. I don't see any of your art there. I need to see it's... some Heck.Rocks art. I haven't made any. Maybe I'll buy it. I've been, I've been buying art lately. I got like doodles on Facebook. I mentioned earlier, but it's in like my photo photo album shit. I mentioned earlier, I, you probably missed it, but bought some art from the Ukraine. Yeah, dude, it was so much better in person than than the picture that they showed me before. It was so Russian good. Russian art is crazy, dude. It was so good. My wife, who is a talented artist herself, my wife. Like first of all, like I, I told her what I paid for it, and she like was looking at me funny. She's like from the Ukraine, I'm like yeah. Then I I pulled out the, the like we we saw it together as I pulled it out of the packaging that came in, and she was yeah. like, oh my god, we gotta get this framed right now. Get in the fucking car. <laughs> We're got like the framing costs more than I paid for the for the picture. <laughs> But We're it's, going to Michael's. We're going to get it framed. N- well, Hobby Lobby. Uh, okay. Okay. You be that guy. Yeah. You going to give me a coupon? I mean, I can get. Uh, I can show you where they're at. Because I got like three more pieces coming that are going to need some serious. Hey, if, if you're going to support those kind of Christian people, those kind, quote unquote. Well, Oz is those kind. Yeah, I know. Um, in chat, I, post, I, I posted a, a picture of a white cover I had done for Spider Gwen number one. And that one was like, I believe, like fifty bucks at uh, a convention. He should have, he should have taken fifteen bucks off for doing the shoes the wrong color. Yeah, yeah. that that was that I was that I was mad about. Like that, that hit, that hit me was, right away. Like, br- this was the issue that Spider Gwen before, like the first issue right after Spider, uh, was Spider Verse, or maybe even yeah, right after Spider Verse. It's her first issue of that her series, her self titled series. So. He had very little to go on, and I I think he just didn't have that color marker because it's a, a weird color, blue, you know, like an electric blue, yeah, or periwinkle as we call it in the industry. All right, you're getting way too yeah, but um, periwinkle, yeah, nice color. it was fifty bucks, and usually like depending on the artist, sometimes they'll give you fifty bucks for just a headshot or just a torso up shot, like a bust, 
And this guy did a full like kind of action shot. He did some some webbing in the background and pencil, and uh, he did more than what I thought I was gonna get for fifty bucks. So, okay, and that's yeah. you know, if you go to a convention, and you see an artist you like, and you tell them to do something for you, you're gonna get something like this, like this, you know. The one that I got, I got uh, Victor Olizaba to do one for me, and it was sixty bucks, and he did a, something similar with Spider Man, in his own art style, which he prefers something a little more cartoony. And uh, hey, who's who's chewing on the rug? Sorry, Hector's yeah. scratching his butt. Uh, um, so yeah, Victor Lozava like did one, and and he was actually the inker on the actual book. So and he only charged me sixty bucks. I would have paid a lot more for him to do it, you know. But he he gave me a deal because he was doing his own style, like because he's not he's an inker more than anything. But he can draw, but he's not like Umberto Ramos. He's Umberto Ramos's inker, and uh, so he he yeah he only charged me sixty bucks for something similar to this. And uh, unfortunately, I got that one stolen. Yeah, broken that down. that one that you put a picture of. No, no, the one uh, the the one that Victor Olazaba did. Oh, of Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, see, fifty fifty bucks sounds sounds about right. That yeah. in that group, a lot of them like bottom end is like eighty. Yeah, there's a couple a that prefer like one hundred and fifty. I feel that they're they're they feel they're better artists than they actually are. And that's why they charge that much. But they also do like full on like like they'll do, you know, the whole both covers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the back and the front. They'll like they'll fill it up too, which that can be like I remember I forgot. See again, I wish Larry was here because Larry has an, an artist that he like he actually had his white cover and he wanted him to do it. And he asked how much he would do it for. And he said four hundred dollars. And you know, if we were to go now, then I'd be like, Larry, I'll, I'll go in halfers on it, you know, because the guy's really good. And he was like the X-Men artist at the time. And he was Larry had an X-Men book he wanted to do. So he was like he was winning awards. I think he was up for an Eisner that year. And uh, so you got to get him and, now that people forgotten about him. Yeah. Or yeah, I guess. But I, I don't even know if Larry still knows his name. But yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I like I would pay for somebody like that. You know, like a um, one of the artists I really like, I would get uh, I, I think I would pay, you know, about between two to four hundred, depending depending on what they were going to do. If they're just going to do like a headshot, even though it's an artist I like, I wouldn't do that. I, I think I paid Len Wein, creator of Wolverine, to do my Wolverine white cover. He's the writer, but he's like, I'll draw on your white cover for 20 bucks. So I have a Len Wein Wolverine sketch. He's not an artist, but he did a Wolverine sketch on a Wolverine book. How good is the drawing? It's okay. He fucked up on the hand, but hands are hard to draw in general. So yeah, like even good artists fuck up hands. So I, I, I don't I don't mind him fucking up the hand. And, and you know, it's Len Wein. Like, what more do I want? Yeah. Yeah, I forget how much Jergens was charging, but I think it was. I want to say it's like between one fifty and one eighty for a full body. Yeah, that's okay. for a Dan Jergens. That's pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't. What, it wasn't was he going to do movie. inks too, or just pencil? I think he did it all marker. Oh, okay. Like he had uh, those Coptic markers. Man, I wish. Like, we got to have a white cover segment. Those Copics uh, are insane. Yeah, I, I, I would. I want to get some, but I, I wouldn't use them. And Dude, get get like a coupon. Go to Michaels. Yeah. And get like a set. Is Michaels yeah. our sponsor now? What's happening? I mean, you need I, heck. You need to send me some coupons if we're going to be talking about Michaels this much. Like I said, I've got at least three more pieces that I'm going to have framed really? soon. Look, get the app. Yeah. The Why app would I get the app like when I have the... when I have the VP of coupons on the line? 
Um, I have. I, I can only show you the way. I'm like Morpheus here. Yeah, I, think, I got. I think the most expensive piece of art that I bought didn't like. Normally, I wouldn't have paid as much as I paid for it. But the fact that the dude was selling prints of it for like forty or fifty bucks, just a print, like you know, he scanned it into a printer and shoot out a bunch because they weren't even numbered. Yeah, just, just prints of it for like 40 or 40 or 50 bucks each. Like, you know what? I'm going to buy the fucking original and flip off all these people as I walk away with it. See, if you're selling a print for like 40, 50 bucks, that's just being greedy. Right. It, well, imagine how much the original is going to go for. And I got that. I mean, the original is the original. You yeah. know, it could be three times, four times as much, but it's the original. Right. Are you doing a print of that? He was selling Come a on. lot of them, too. Like, he was running out when I got to him. He's like, oh, yeah. I've got like two two copies left in color and like four in black and white because they were going to hotcakes on like yeah the original oh yeah here it is that one wrap it up right now. <laughs> how I much got- was he charging for it? I don't know if I want to say that out loud. <laughs> it was it was the the most I've ever paid. It was, it was the most I've ever paid for for a piece of art. It's triple digit. Yes. Okay. But I mean triple digit as like that's could not be 100 could be 900. I guess like Jurgens was charging triple digit. It's not tri- yeah 100 is 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 I don't want to say nothing. It's 100 bucks is a lot for random like if you go up to to any artist on artist alley and get a full figure character 100 bucks yeah. is reasonable the 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 one that i bought and it's the it's the bat family it's batman dick grayson red hood and damien so four characters in one yeah full body yeah full body awesome background i think i posted that on my instagram and i can look for it and post it in chat if i can find okay. it if you guys talk about something else i thought it was just one dude no no it's okay. So I guess forty fifty for print is reasonable. Yeah, I mean he was signing them, so that probably added to the to the cost. I don't think you should pay more than twenty bucks for a print, especially if it's, if they're not numbered. Like if he's yeah. just printing off as many as he wants, it's not like one of a hundred, and that's all he's ever gonna make. <laughs> then you shouldn't be paying more than 20 bucks because you're buying a poster at that point yeah so if he if he signs it then i could see that bringing the value up because there's not going to be a lot that he has signed although like i said he was selling a ton of them but still that that yeah don't don't ever pay more than 20 bucks for a print unless you know the guy and you want to throw him an extra 10 bucks or something but if it's not numbered 20 bucks is the limit if it is numbered 40 maybe 50 if it's good but it better be fucking numbered and signed at that point you need a certificate of authenticity too <laughs> i actually i have a uh, batman black and white cover that uh i had done at believe at kamikaze i got this lady to do it and she filled up the whole page like she there was like perspectives with the buildings and one of the stories inside of that black batman black and white is like in korea so she recreated the newspaper that you see on the floor in one of the stories with Batman reading it on the cover and it was all pencil and it was like 40 bucks. Damn. And I like, I wish I got to look for it. Cause I wish I could put that up in chat too. So some people do more, some people do less, like depending on what they're known. And a lot, I think she wasn't like, you know, she's into comics and stuff, but a lot of her art was like kind of DIY little portraiture, like stuff that sells, you know, like, you know, like mashups and shit like that. Yeah, but I saw her actual work and I liked it, so I asked her if she would ever do it, and, and she said, "Yeah, I'll do it for forty bucks. Just come pick it up tomorrow." And yeah, she went all out, like it just pencils, forty bucks. Now I gotta get like I've been I'd lost her card, so I can't get her to do the inks on it because I would pay her to redo the inks. 
And I was thinking, I know a couple inkers. I'm like, man, maybe if I pay one of them to do it, they could do it. But I don't want to. Um, I don't, don't want trust them. Well, I don't want it to diminish her work either. You know, like yeah, because she knows what she put where. Like she even set it up. Like she drew it in old style comic where they shade in where they're gonna ink all black. She did it yeah. like that too. So it's like they can kind of follow it, but. I'm like, I don't know. At one point, I actually Xeroxed it so I can try inking it, but inking's hard work. I posted. That's the picture? Right yeah, I posted that. I, I found it on my Instagram. I did this crazy drawing of Raphael one time, and I sent the. I uh, took a picture of it, sent him to my friend, because he said he wanted to color it. Did he ever color and it? He, he did. Um, he colored it, like he printed it out, and then he colored it. It came out good, but it's it's a really weird drawing I did. Uh-huh. Like it's almost like a fish eye kind of perspective. That's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, everybody shit on it because of the way I did it. But yeah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I don't shit on you, be happy. I think it might be in my Facebook. And Oz said he wanted to see artwork. So let me oh, see if I can find it. If not, we'll find it and I'll shit on it. What you should do is you should post it on Etsy and sell it for like 500 Yeah. Nah, All you need to Etsy. do is sell one. <laughs> yeah, but then I'll get greedy. What, and draw draw the other three turtles and sell those for 500 Um, I don't draw all of them. I have Dude, a... It's the same turtle. The, you just changed the color of the mask. No, it's it's different. They're all different. All right, we should wrap it up. I promised you guys a 45-minute episode, and we're on our two-and-a-half-hour part. Yeah, I mean, who needs Lawrence? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Thanks, Lawrence. I need Lawrence. Yeah, as, as awesome as this show has been, it would have been better Lawrence on it and I think he would agree (laughs) fair enough I'm getting I'm getting the uh, the the outro is on the same system so I I'm either gonna blow your speakers out with the outro but now you can't hear the soundboard so So this is gonna be like (laughs) that's why that's why it was so low I was making excuses (laughs) <laughs> all right heck man give us some final thoughts uh yeah get your framing done at michael's Oz, final thoughts i'm gonna check out michael's but if it's not cheaper than hobby lobby then screw you heck <laughs> or send me coupons some kind of discount code something all right. For the rest of us, thank you for joining us today. Follow us on Instagram, <clears throat> Twitter. Uh, I don't know how you could do it on Facebook, but there's a Facebook group. Join that. And let us know what you think of the show. It's not like we're going to change anything based on your feedback, but still. And uh, more importantly, listen to us live next Wednesday night, 6.30 p.m., Pacific Standard Time, right here on allgames.com.